On this episode of the Magic Business Podcast, you'll hear this and more. You know what? I, I know this seems like a bit kind of out there right now, but let's try this. Let's see what we dis can discover because the fact is you may not end up going that direction in establishing the structure, the framework, the tone of your show, but you may all of a sudden start discovering something about yourself as a character. It's all about the process and it's a process of discovery. Welcome to the Magic Business Podcast, where we share insightful and delightful inner secrets about the business of magic. This is where magic professionals present their real life experiences and most guarded secrets to help guide you in the magical arts. I'm your host, Roland Sarla, in partnership with the MagicOracle.club, where you can hear all of our magic business podcasts. Today, we meet Will Given, who has both a theoretical and an experiential background in magic. Early on, Will performed as a close-up magician and street performer. As an actor and director, he performed in scores of stage productions and later earned a double doctorate in theater and drama. Today, he is a magic consultant, magic director, and professor at the University of California. Will, thank you for coming by. My pleasure, Roland. How are you? I am excited to talk with you because it seems to me that magicians generally don't think what they do is theater. You know, there's one person, no storyline in general, and it's closer to a variety show than a play. So the question I have for you is, do magicians really need a director? Yes. Then that's it, huh? <laughs> no, it's, I mean, you're, what you're saying is totally true. It's, it's very interesting because, I mean, having seen hundreds and hundreds of performances, I think a lot of magicians do approach what they're doing as something that is separate from theater. A magic performance is 100% theater. It's a completely different form of theater. But the fact is, what you're saying is generally what I've seen with a lot of different magic shows is it's focused on, I'm just going to present this succession of tricks and not really seeing what the overall theatrical experience is for the audience. That's why magicians absolutely need a director. You need someone who has that theater background, who can understand how to structure a show and how to really draw the audience in to the performance. Well, that's really interesting because you said it's a different form of theater. So even though we don't always see this theater, just a different flavor of theater. Completely. There's, I mean, if you look at theater, I mean, there's so many different forms of theater and for magicians, I mean, what are you doing? You're getting up in front of a room full of people. You are performing a character, even if it's yourself, you are still performing a heightened version of your identity. And you're completely interacting with an audience. That's theater. Um, you know, we, we look at magic like back in the 19th century where it was completely viewed as theater. Over the years, though, we've seemed to kind of moved away from that. In this kind of theater that we do, what magicians use a director? Good ones? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, honestly, I mean, if you look at, look at any of the big name performers, I mean, you can look at Darren Brown shows, which Darren very much understands 
that magic is theater and works very closely with Andy Nyman uh, to create brilliant theatrical experiences for the audience. Copperfield works very closely with Chris Kinner to create that theatrical experience for the audience. And you don't have to be at that level. Um, we even saw when we went, um, you know, recently with the Geffen doing, uh, when Helder did his show at the Geffen and he worked with Frank Marshall, who is a, a film director. So smart magicians, no matter what level they're at, are going to try to work with a director to help make their show as strong as possible. And when you're working with that director, what does that director do to help your show? What's the, what's the process? The process, like when you start working with a director is it's really trying to talk with one another to get a, a shared vision of here's what I want my show to be. Um, a good director is someone who will really look at how you are currently structuring your show, how you are performing your character, how you are engaging with the audience, what the tone of your show is. Really try to assess that to see if it is, if you're moving toward that vision that you have for your show. The process of working with the director is first and foremost, talking and analyzing what it is you want from your performance and then coming up with a shared vision for that performance. And from there, working together to find out how you're going to achieve that vision. Well, that's interesting because you were saying reaching for that vision. So that's not just the director's vision. Is that the performer's vision or is that a combined vision? I think first and foremost, I mean, especially with magicians, I, I think it is coming from the magician. Um, you know, and, and a director will talk to a performer to find out what do you see with the show? You know, what, do you want to eventually perform in big houses in front of large audiences? Do you want to perform in more intimate settings? What's the tone of the show that you want? A, a good director will work closely with the performer. And even if the performer isn't sure, will help the performer start to be able to articulate that. And I imagine that also helps along with vision, it's character, because most magicians have the same character or very completely. Yeah. There's de definitely some stereotypes of magicians that are very common. Well, it's interesting because the, uh, I mean, people I've worked with in the past, they've, they've said, Oh, well, I, I don't have a character. I'm not an actor. I'm, I'm doing magic. But if you think about that, you know, what are you asking the audience to do? You are performing these tricks. You're asking the audience to suspend disbelief and to kind of come into your world and see the trick that you're performing. Like that's not something we do on a normal basis as people. I mean, <laughs> you know, go up and be like, Hey, pick a card. But on a normal basis, that's not who we are. So even if you're, character isn't something that is this kind of you know more theatrical version it's just you it's still a heightened version of you and you do have to have a strong character because that's where any good piece of theater stems from it stems from the character and the audience has to be able to identify your character relate to your character 
be challenged by your character, fall in love with your character, whatever it is that you want from your performance, it all starts with character. And that's what a director will help a performer do, will help a performer start to discover and define and explore that character. And perhaps it's even more necessary for magicians who generally don't even know that there is a character. Completely. I, I think it's it's one of the biggest things that I see when, like, looking at the Magic Castle, um, I, you know, I was on the media committee there forever, and I filmed tons and tons and tons of acts, and oftentimes would get feedback after acts, but I would see someone come out and just be like, hey, I'd like to perform this trick for you and do Ambitious Card. And people in the audience may have never seen that, but, you know, looking at that, I'm like, okay, well, you're putting all the focus on the trick. I don't care about the trick. And honestly, the audience doesn't either. The audience cares about the person who is giving them that experience. You are giving for just a moment the audience members, the ability to believe that there is something greater in this world that they don't understand, that they may not know, that you're allowing them to believe in magic, even if it's just for a couple of minutes. They don't care that their card keeps coming to the top of the deck ad nauseum. They care is that they are sharing this experience with the performer and all of a sudden having their entire perceptions of reality in the known universe challenged. So it is performance. And when I was filming uh, scores and scores of performers at the castle, so often I would see it was, it was just focused on trick. And you had people who were phenomenal, like very good technically doing a trick. But if I don't know why you're showing that to me, if I don't know why you believe in magic or how you believe in magic, who cares? Because I'm going to leave and someone's going to ask, how was it? And I'm going to say, oh, I saw some good tricks. Whereas if someone leaves and says, I, I have no idea what just happened. This was the craziest thing. This person came up to me and did this. I have no idea what was happening. They're so into the experience of magic. Like that is hundred percent of our goals as performers is to give people a magical experience. And the names that you mentioned, the big names that you mentioned a minute ago, you relate to them, not because of those tricks, you relate to them because of the personality or character, we can call it. Absolutely. And if, you know, I, I mentioned like Darren Brown working with Andy Nyman, and they're both amazingly brilliant and understand theater incredibly, incredibly well. It's not about the trick. Sure. They're, their shows are structured around a specific set of effects that they want to do. But that is not what takes precedence. All of their focus is on the character that Darren is creating on stage and how that character is developing a relationship with the audience. And you, one of the key things, if you're watching any performance, and I would say watch, go through and watch any of Darren's shows, but don't watch him for what he's doing on stage. Watch whenever you get a cutaway shot to an audience and see what that audience's reaction is. When David Blaine toured in his last tour, 
I spent a lot of time, which I do because I'm a weird theater person. <laughs> I spent a lot of time not necessarily watching what he was doing on stage. I spent a lot of time watching the audience's reaction. That's what's important. The, the importance is not the effect. The importance is how the audience is experiencing and engaging with that moment. And it also sounds like what you're saying, a director, it doesn't really matter what kind of magic you do, whether it's bizarre, close-up, mentalism, kids, the director can help you, or a director, not every director, can help you in any type of magic. Absolutely. And that's that's what the the benefit of working with a director is, is, is helping you find that tone of the show. So a director, no matter what, form of magic you're doing, um, a director is going to help you not just kind of define that tone, but help you take that direction of magic to a place that is unique to you. You know, one of the fears I hear talking to other magicians about using a director is they're scared that the director could take their show in a direction they don't like. Um, you know, it, it honestly shouldn't happen because I mean, part of working with a director is having very open communication. A director, a good director is going to try to push you and challenge you and take you up to the edge and then make you step just a little bit further than that to get outside your comfort zone. That's where you start finding those kind of unique sparks that can set your performance apart from um, others. The thing is, is having trust with open communication with the director. A director, a, you know, a good director isn't going to come in and be like, nope, we're doing this. That's what I'm saying. Live with it. <laughs> uh, and if that is a director you're working with, honestly, find a different director. <laughs> a director is talking to you very openly and very bluntly about what it is that you want to achieve. And you are the one that is guiding that ship. But at the same time, too, it can't be to the point where you're digging your heels in and not willing to put trust and um, a kind of experiment with the director. So it is kind of, it is a give and take relationship. Be open to suggestions, be willing to try a lot of times. And part of the theatrical process is um, a lot of failing, is trying things, seeing how they work. And that can come down to even singular line readings. So that's what I would say is a lot of working with a director is a lot of experimentation and discovery. So giving yourself the freedom to do that is what's important. And you're saying then they don't also have to worry about the director doing something that's not part of the performer's vision that will be challenged, but they shouldn't be taken out of the same direction. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it's something that even if it's, even if it's something to the performer that says, you know, this is, I'm not seeing how this fits into my vision here a good director should be able to articulate, should be able to say, you know what? I, I know this seems like a bit kind of out there right now, 
but let's try this. Let's see what we dis can discover because the fact is you may not end up going that direction in establishing the structure, the framework, the tone of your show, but you may also start discovering something about yourself as a character. You may start finding something about like, what are my motivations for doing my sawing routine at this segment in the show? So that's what it's, it's all about the process and it's a process of discovery. And it sounds like so that if you have a relationship with the director that you trust and they're willing to challenge you and I want to make my show better, what can a magician do to be prepared to work with the director? There's probably pay, there's time, there's, there's different kinds of resources involved in this. How can we best be prepared to work with you or another director? Absolutely. That's a great question. I would say a lot of times and many times there are some uh, performers who have a background in theater or film or television or such. There are other performers who just have done magic their whole lives. And the thing is, is working with a director can be very, very scary. I would say when you're first working with a director, always be very honest, upfront, uh, have that open communication. Um, don't get defensive. It's very, directors are used to being very blunt and very direct, and that can come off as coarse or brash at times. Um, so don't get defensive and kind of dig your heels in, be receptive to it. Come with a ton of questions. Uh, I start any, I mean, any rehearsal I'm doing, no matter if it's working with magicians or working on a theater show or something, we always start with, uh, before the rehearsal begins with questions, you know, let's talk about what did, what worked for us last time? What kind of set us on edge? What, what upset us last time? What did we discover in our last rehearsal? So it is a collaborative environment. The director is there to steer the ship and it's, easy for the performer to start getting a bit almost defensive but because you're so immersed in the minutia of the show you know that okay I, I i have this load in my front right pocket and i have to get this to make this happen whereas a director at all times is looking at the larger vision of the show and that's as well as all those small kind of details. So my thing is when you first start working with a director, open, honest, um, very positive, receptive, and ask a ton of questions because a, a director should be open to that. So Will, you've, you've given us a lot of reasons why to hire a director. They're gonna end the part of this collaboration and having a shared vision. Um, it sounds like they'll have to do their homework, learning who we are. Uh, we'll have to do our homework, preparing for them. So taking that next step, how do we find a director? How do we find one that we can afford? How do we find one that's good? How do we find one that can understand magic? There's a million questions now, um, but what's that first step for us to go find that director? Absolutely. The first step is, is completely budgeting that you know you, you know what your show budget is it doesn't matter if your show budget is a hundred dollars or a hundred thousand dollars you know what your show budget is but you want to be able to first of all compensate a director it, don't expect a director to work for free 
Um, so with that said, to find a director, the very first step I would say is, you know, ask other magicians, ask around, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to, you know, if you see a, a show that you really liked, talk to the performers and say, did you work with the director? Who did you work with? And reach out to those people. I would also say too, look at the universities in your town, see if they have a theater MFA program. Uh, you want and reach out to them, email the faculty and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I have this show. I'm really trying to strengthen and build the show. Do you have any MFA directors who would be interested in working with me? They are, they are looking to build their CVs and their resumes. They are very well-versed in directing. That's what they're studying in a generally a three-year program very extensively. But also, too, they're looking for challenges. You know, there's, there's only so many ways you can engage with some of, you know, these plays that we generally end up directing. So they're looking for challenges. So I'd reach out to them first. What I would say not to do is I wouldn't go necessarily to say a community theater, a local theater. If you have a little theater, um, you know, in your town that does our town every year or something, it's not to knock small theaters at all. Uh, because there's fantastic work that's being done in small theaters. But you want to make sure that the person you're working with is trained. A lot of times in local theaters, it can be someone who has just directed a lot of shows at that theater, but may not necessarily be trained uh, as a director. So and once again, it's not saying that, you know, they're, they're bad, that that's automatically a bad director. It's just doing your homework. It's finding out. Uh, someone who does have advanced degrees in theater and MFA or PhDs in theater are definitely going to have a very strong skill set. It's not saying those are the only people to work with as well. It's just really having a conversation with the person. A person could have no credits to their name yet, but in talking to them, you find out that it's a very good fit that you both can get on the same page and envisioning what your show can be. So the main thing I would say is, I mean, it's like with any relationship, it's having those initial conversations. And there's a lot of possibilities to start putting out the, the tentacles and getting those, those references. Well, as you know, all the magic business podcasts can be heard on the MagicOracle.club, And today you are our guest Oracle that person with great wisdom and insight. So I'd like to ask you, Oracle, Dr. Will, what's the most important question everyone should ask you, but they never do? Oh, that's, that's a fantastic question. I would say the question I would love to hear people ask of me that I'm working with, and especially in a the theatrical environment, is why do I believe in you? I think it's very important. I'm not going to work on any show if I don't believe in it. And 
theatrical world is very hard. Directors are moving from gig to gig to gig um, and such. And as magic performers, you are in a different realm of theater. You know, a lot of people, some people may have a show with a finite run where we're opening on this date, closing on this date, that's it. But a lot of performers, I mean, this is this is what you do. And you do it in all different venues. You can do it at, uh, at parties. You can do it at corporate events, in theaters, at the Magic Castle, at the Magic Circle, at your local magic club. You can four-wall a theater. There are so many different avenues. So you want to find someone who isn't just kind of approaching it maybe as just this kind of short gig and then moving on. You're trying to build that relationship with someone. So asking the question of why does that person believe in you? That I would I would love if every person I worked with, and this includes my scholars at the university, both undergrads and grad students, people I direct in shows, asking that allows, first of all, me to be able to articulate that. But it's also what I think is beneficial is when that person is on stage, let's face it. I mean, magic is very, very difficult. We are constantly second guessing ourselves. When you walk out there, you are nervous. I hope the slight goes well, but also in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, do they like this? Do they not like this? In a play, you perform a play for two hours and then at the end, the audience applauds. Whereas in magic, we have all these little segments where people are going to be applauding throughout the whole performance or gasping or being boisterous because they can't believe what they're seeing. But what can start creeping in is, oh no, does that person, do they like this? Are they, are they following or how, how are they feeling? And that can start undermining our confidence, but asking a director why that director believes in you, that's something that will be there in the back of your mind and can help start alleviating that anxiety. So I would love it if people ask me that. And how often do we get people to believe in us? That's huge. That, that, that really opens it up to another almost spiritual level, which, which is really exciting. Thank you, Will, for sharing your expertise with us. My pleasure. And thank you for listening to our Magic Business Podcast. Please visit themagicoracle.club where you can hear all of our Magic Business Podcasts and enjoy a vast array of additional magical knowledge. I'd like to leave you with a quote by someone who is often called the father of American literature. The great writer Mark Twain once said, you cannot depend on your eyes when your imagination is out of focus. As always, we at the Magic Oracle wish you great focus on your path in the magical arts.